Well, all good things must come to an end. The Dons lose uh, their first game for the season against the Saints. Um, plenty to talk about tonight on the Don Pod. Hello, Nathan. Good evening. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Sammy. How are you? Better when we're doing this off a win, but um, yeah, it's not. It's still not last year. No, it's not, <laughs> not that levels just yet. Um, Essendon eleven eight seventy four defeated by uh, the St Kilda Saints fourteen eight ninety two. Incidentally, that is the highest score uh, against St Kilda this year. If that's something we can cling on to. Um, Goals for us, Shield, Perkins, Caldwell 2, Stringer, Parrish, Menzi, Martin, Langford 1. It was a mouthful. Uh, Disposals, Parrish 35, Kelly 29, Martin 28, Mass 27. Plenty to talk about. Um, Interesting game of football. If I could just get your initial take, Mr. Nathan. Um, uh, For me, it was... um... Frustrating, disappointing, and there were moments I saw a bit of last year creep back into us, mm-hmm. and then there was moments of greatness and brilliance and a lot of positivity. So it was a very um, two-sided sort of emotional game for me. Like I, I, that first quarter, I was swearing, yes. as you can imagine, yeah. and a little bit of the last quarter, I was swearing. <laughs> In the middle, I was okay. Well, I mean, it's a good it's a good sort of uh, indicator for the game, really. It was very up and down, um, but at the end of the day, pretty level in, in a lot of areas. So, um, if, if you told me that we were three at uh, three games, two and one, and we'd lost to the Saints by what eighteen points, uh, that's our loss. I'd go, well, that, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, though. same. But it doesn't help when you watch the no. game and think, geez, we could have done that better, could have done that differently. I think the the point is there. We were even. In what five ten minutes into the third, the fourth quarter, and we lost. Well, they kicked five, and and we yeah, we um, kicked a few at the end to make it look a bit better. Yeah, that was again, but it's all right. But, that's all right. All right. Yeah. Um, to illustrate the closeness, um, plus sixteen disposals. That was eight each of kicks and handballs. That's pretty much nothing. Um, down four on the inside fifties. Again, fairly negligible. We were plus fourteen clearances. Interestingly, plus two center clearances and plus twelve stoppage clearances. Um, which is hilarious given the games we've been down in the stoppage clearances mm. we've won and, yep. and now we've lost. Um, minus three contested uh, ball, down eight marks, which is probably an area that did yeah, cost we, us. Um, we don't have, like, and that's key forwards. We're just yep. short, short at all. Short at all. We're always bloody short at all. We're short at all who can mark. Yes. They had, I think, double the marks inside 50. I think it was 10-5. Uh, we were plus eight on tackles and minus five on the tackles inside 50, which is probably another area that could have been, mm. given we were plus eight overall. And in that, a lot of their marks were taken by their smalls, like because yeah. of the way they move the ball into their 50, whereas we're still sort of struggling with how to move into our 50 with any real sort of threat, I think, besides bombing it. Yeah. Which is not really ever going to work when you're missing your clearly best forward. Yeah. And there's uh, nothing wrong with hitting a lead-up forward. Like, seriously, no, if a, a few all. forwards well, can just run at the kicker. Like, well, crazy get, things can happen. We'll get to one moment in particular uh, yep. on that. Oh, yeah. um, I can guess it. No, it's a good thing. It's a positive. All right. Um. So, obviously, like, we lost it at the start. First quarter, we yeah. were awful. Um. Overall, they, they scored 11 goals from turnovers, seven of which were from our defensive half. Yep. Um, and Cal Wilkie, seven intercept marks, which 
it's too much. It's too much when you're kicking your ball inside 50. And I thought they were really shallow entries. It was always yep. to that 40, sort of 40 out, which when they take that intercept mark, then they're one kick off the wing. And it's so yep. easy then to to transition it. Yeah, well, they had nine scoring shots before we had any. Yep. And I like they were just up and about. And I thought, God, we have not come to play. And, you know, maybe this whole 150 thing we weren't prepared for. I don't know if it's a surprise to us or. Um, we'll get to that. Actually. Yeah. Um, and it just was. And the, like Redmond gave away those two 50s. And I thought, oh, what's he doing? Right. And it was just everything seemed wrong. Like it, That's the moment I thought we looked like the 22, 20 team of 22 again. Yeah. Well, I mean, to illustrate that, so obviously we lost the first quarter quite quite badly. Yep. Um, we won the second quarter. We lost the third quarter by a point, and yeah. we won the fourth quarter. So you just, you know, take that. Oh, it was 15 minutes of football yeah. lost us that game. So... Um, well, if you take just, the five goals out of the, their score, you know, like... If it's well, if you, just, or... if you just break even for the first yeah. 10 minutes of a game, yep. and then, yeah... Um, but that's not happened, of course. If, no. if you know, so we'll, we'll go through sort of chronologically. Yep. And I do want to talk about their 150th celebration. It is relevant because we had mm. ours 12 months ago. Um, this isn't coming from a place of salt. I thought this before we lost. And we lost our 150th, and we lose their 150th. So yes. see how nice we're, we're consistent. Just, we're good. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be too critical, but be I thought critical. It was pretty Who's embarrassing listening? from from mm. the Saints. Um, if you missed it, to sum up, it was uh, when the Saints go marching in four times, but slightly different each time. Oh, by the way, here's Tony Lockett. Well, there was other players there, but there was, just... but Lockett was the only one anyone cared about. Mm. Um, and it was just, you know, they had this live music, which was a great opportunity just to sing some songs and, you know, a bit of energy. But instead, and no one they just came did... through any smoke screens or anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> Three or four covers of um, their, their theme song. <laughs> and then that was in some fireworks. The fireworks were the highlight, but that could have been just because it was the end. I do um, hope that they were doing some more things like that weren't on camera because the on-camera stuff was a bit, oh. Well, no, what you saw was it. Because um, the, the whole the way just some players stood around went, hey, Tony Lockett, hey, we give you my, hey, it. and they put up their arms. Yeah, that's me. I'm this one. I do want to read out a quote um, yeah. from the MC, which I think was Hamish McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, hey. Now, in hindsight, St Kilda, I know you won, but Essendon might not have been the best team to play. Other clubs may be defined by their premierships, but St Kilda are defined by their spirit. <laughs> really? I didn't hear that. Verbatim. Pre- well, pretty much. Um, defined by their spirit. So, no, oh, God, that's blast. That's what happens when you have one premiership. Yeah, and but even though, like, I know yeah, we right. had we had our sixteen cups around the center square, and we had mm. a dark. And they, <laughs> they brought out one. Well, what I a think that would have been oh. quite, quite cool. Chuck it in the center circle, have it under lights. But at least would have <laughs> just one light visually somewhat interesting. But instead, they were, no, we have spirit. We don't need premierships. We've got spirit. I just thought it was a bit of a... They could have brought out um, um, Ross Lyon and talk, he could have talked about the draw because that's nearly Thirsty, a win. Thirsty Camel, he gave a plug in the um, post-match, which I thought was hilarious. Anyway, I just it, I thought it was pretty awful. And um, obviously, I'm biased. But at that point, yeah, we hadn't lost. So that was purely just my sitting there observing opinion. Mm. I thought that's credit, fine. credit to Essendon because we did it so much, so much better. 
but maybe the team with 16 premierships wasn't the team to do it against, just the same. They could have done against Frio. Frio, Gold Coast, GWS, you know, your calibre of team that you're similar. With. <laughs> oh, that was a good dig. Oh, that was a good I really don't like St Kilda. I haven't for a long time. Top dig there, Sam. Um, and we'll bash that a bit more later on. Um, and then the game started, and, I mean, at least our first quarter was the second most embarrassing part of all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, a couple of moments to talk about, and I think this is a good opportunity to talk about Redmond in general. Mm. Now, I don't want to bash the guy. He's a very good player. He had one bad game. We're just yep. going to talk about it and move mm. on. Two 50-meter penalties. Um, the one where he threw the ball back too hard was just beyond stupid. stupid. Just, mm. just just, hand the ball back, Mace. That's, that's all you have to do. It's yep. a shot from the boundary. It's a fairly low percentage shot. Yep. Just give he still had a chance of missing it from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the first one, although probably technically correct, I think is something that the AFL needs to look at. He's run around the side where there's a meter between the player with the ball and the boundary line. There is That is not a dangerous space. The player is never going to play on into that space. I think we just need to go, okay, he's run the right side of that and yep. he's allowed to man the mark. I know technically it's probably correct, but... It just feels very harsh for that it's a, scenario. It's a tricky one, but I, you're right. I don't know what he, he should do, but he's, he's just he, he had a very bad game, and I think those things happen when you're having a bad game. You know, like yeah. those decisions go your way. Other days he might not have, or you know, something else would have happened. Well, That's he only just... got pinged for fifty last week when it wasn't actually fifty as well. So yep. he's had a rough trot, Mace. But just generally, I thought he was. I think maybe trying to. Trying too hard to make up for it, perhaps. There were a couple of times when he just really beelined the contest and ran past everyone, and then St Kilda had four blokes running out the back. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of ball over the back. And I think that you mentioned this before, that BZT was really missed because structurally he was really important to us because I felt like our structure broke down a lot. They got over the back. And they're a small side. That that, that was probably part of their game plan of how they're going to, you know, they're going to play, so... But, but that's when like... Redmond's and the McGraths and Arazio, uh, uh, not Arazio Fantasia, sorry. Jesus. Um, let's go back, wrong player. I mean, Ridley? Ridley was one I was Yeah, Ridley to. was, um, so they, they've got to be aware of that. And, you know, the senior, they're senior players. They should be, right, where are we meant to be? Yep. And obviously Langford back there as well, just for the bit of extra yeah, height. But Lang- oh, Langford, I'll give a, a, a rest. Oh, he's got a pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. a pass he's, because he's, he's still, and same with um, Massimo, because he's played like 10 games. You know, like they're still... Whereas it's the Ridleys, the it's the Redmonds, yeah. it's the Lang... It's not like you may be saying Langford. And, you know, <laughs> they're senior players that should be known. Where do we need to be? Where, where do I'm standing? Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a bit almost um, counterintuitive to blame having no BZT when we've got uh, Butler kicked for and Higgins kicked for. Mm. But just that ability to contest in the air, I think... Whoever was on those two got outmarked yeah. three or four, five, six yeah, times. Yeah, definitely. And you just go, you know, if you just had BZT, even Ridley could have done a bit more, probably. There were just some. There were some really and... bad efforts. Like, and I'm sure they were trying their hardest, of but they just looked like they were poorly positioned and easily bumped or just in the wrong spot. You know, like. And you're right. BZT is that third player over the top is really useful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do think Redmond was probably a bit guilty of just trying too hard to get back into it and. You know, when you do that, sometimes you can go in the opposite direction and you just have a complete shitter. I think you just had a Again, bad game and that's It happens. Okay. It's fine. It happens. Yeah, we move on. If, yep. if it happens three, four, five times in a row, then we have a more then we worry conversation. Yep. Mm. Um, symbolic of Redmond was 
or symbolical of the whole first quarter and maybe most of the rest of the game it was just turnovers and basic skill errors. Oh, I think St Kilda's first goal came from a kick in where Langford dropped a chest mark. Again, not criticizing him directly, but that's what happened. Yep. Um yeah, the ball going through our legs, um, just an inability mm. to do the basic things right. Handballs Tackles that broke. We'll get to that. Um oh. no, it's okay. It's perfectly valid. But just the basic skill errors, which is what's been so nice the last two weeks because the, the basics have been done quite well and that goes a long way to you winning games of football, particularly when you play lesser or equal sides. But Jesus, I mean, it was raining a little bit when first bounce, it's mm. just a bit sprinkly for the first little bit, but St Kilda didn't really have any of that sort of fumbly, really shocking possession, um, which is probably why they piled on five goals before we had a chance to blink. But that's not what we've seen the last two weeks. So again, happy to put it aside a little bit and go, okay, it was a shit full. And and look, a lot of those ones were um, in the second and third quarter too, when we'd got back in back into the game, and we were we were sort of starting to you know pressure them back, especially late in that first quarter, and there were just really bad skill errors that that yeah. could have turned into goals. And just really poor decisions, like I, I think touched mm. on earlier, the, the the really shallow entries into fifty, yeah. just giving them that opportunity to rebound straight away. Am I allowed to mention a certain player that now? Was that yeah, later on? You can do what you like. Well, I was, I mean, we like I some structure. Well, yeah, Heps, Heps is one we have to talk about, which we might as well now. That's totally. Yeah. Well, I think for me, like last week, he played a pretty ordinary game and got, we'll call it dragged, but you know, he was made he was substituted. Yeah. What stood out, and, and he wasn't the only one in this we were just discussed. There were a lot of players that turned the ball over with that. Ridley kicked one across the ground that was just, you know, was mm-hmm. disgusting, and I think Massimo chopped one up too. But it really looks like Heppel's days are cooked with the way he's trying to kick the ball. When he kicks, has to kick the ball 40 metres or plus, it just floats, just it sits up bad, in the air. Yeah. It barely spins right, you know, it turns into a helicopter, and it's killing us. Yeah. There were a couple of kicks in a row he had on their members – side um one of which i want to excuse him for i think it was it was the right kick it was just our setup allowed st kilda to have an uncontested mark i don't think that was him specifically but there are a couple of others where his kicks just went straight to a saints player and we've barely an essendon player within kui so and again i I think the players looked around and went what's he doing and and i think towards the end they stopped using him yeah and he he must know you know, he's, they have to. If he's well, when they do the review, they have to. They do a review, and they would review all your possessions, and, and they'd know. be sitting there. Well, what was that? Yep. What was that one? And what um, was that? You know, like you know, last week. Last week we said he's allowed to have one bad game. Now it's two, and I think the pressure's rightfully on his spot. Um, the problem is that there's the the pressure might be on his spot, but it's who takes his spot. Yeah, and we'll and cover that off. I think that's what's holding, like. You know, we'll t- talk later about forward pressure from the VFL, but at the moment, there's no real midfield pressure from the VFL, I don't think. Well, no. Because well, we're looking for wingers. Yeah, I mean, Hobbs would have been the obvious one. Hobbs didn't play VFL this week. He had a very yep. good round one. I don't think, um, and I don't think Hobbs is a good winger either, to be honest. No, not necessarily, no. I think Hobbs is an in and under midfielder, which we don't really need at the moment, to be honest. Whether I don't know not, how he gets into the team. No. but well, you might be able to throw the magnets around and put someone else on the wing. You know, yeah. there's options. But well, well that's right. That. I think the option is is 
if you if you to take Heppel out, you have to put Langford onto the wing, and then you have to find another either half back, half forward, wherever you're taking him from. The which you know might be the yeah. option. The option. Yeah. Because right. obviously, I think um, Durham and Martin are the other two wingers. We're sort of playing three wingers, from what I can work out. And Martin was very, very good. Yeah, um, Durham good. did a couple of things, but I still would like to see a bit more from him defensively because I think he's our defensive winger, whereas Martin's our attacking winger. Attacking one, yeah. And I don't want Heppel is just our bad winger. He's the other winger. <laughs> the other. Um, <laughs> I really like Stuzz's game. I thought, again, I mean, there is... a great hanger. Oh, that would have been phenomenal. Mm. Um there is something to be said for being at home versus being at the game. You have yep. very different interpretations of what you see, and that's completely fine. Um, there was a smother he did on the members' wing right in front of the MCC where he d- dive across, and I was 60, 70 metres away, and the thud that made would have friggin' hurt. It was cold, it was miserable, and he still put his body on the line. And that's the sort of shit I want to see. No efforts, the minimum expectation, yep. we know that. But the... The problem I have with him and, and the other wingers is that the players I thought that were really dominant for them and, and like defenders mm. when we talk about guys kick three or four goals, Mason yeah, Wood and Bradley Hill yeah, chopped us up a, a lot. Yeah. And what were they? Wingers. Yeah. On a wing. Fair enough. Fair point. Fair point. And, and well, look, it's all well and good, but you've got to – your first job should be to also quell your man as well as get the footy. And if your man's chopping us up on the other side, then I don't know if you're having a good game. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's a good point. Mm. Um, you mentioned tackling mm. earlier. I well, well, not be tackled enough. Yeah. I think I'd noted down that there's a bit of a skill issue in how we tackle, and you mentioned that it, it's probably a strength thing. I reckon looking at our players, we look a lot smaller. Like, lot, you know, you look at the guys like Wood and that. The Hill's always been well, thin, but yeah. a lot of their players are real thick set. Yeah, and and you get into the midfields of Melbourne and that, and they're big, big bodies. I think our problem is, and it's obvious, we're young, that a lot of our players just aren't real big yet. Yeah. And and my, my trigger for, for writing that down was that we seem to tackle, we get we get there enough, but this their opposition ability to still get a handball away. Yeah. And normally what that does as well, it takes one or two guys out of the play then. Exactly. So you're down on numbers when if you just if the tackle had been a bit higher quality, if you've actually pinned an arm or whatever, one yep. you might get a free kick, which, you know, great. But two, you get a stoppage. Well, this was a problem too. I think part of that and part of structure was that in the first quarter, I saw it a lot, less so in the other quarters, we were all going into the ball and and probably, you know, part of that because the player, St. Kilda player wasn't getting tackled or the ball wasn't held in. The three Essendon midfielders or, you know, whoever was there were in, sucked in. The ball got spat out and the St. Kilda players had just every, you know, they, they'd kept their width out of the contest and then yep. they had players around. And they had absolute numbers. And yeah. I think that part of that is definitely because we can't tackle and pull them down or stop the ball at that stage. And that then we also shouldn't have that many players sucked it's into sucked the contest. Into the yep. Too many players just go in thinking, I'll try and get the ball. That was an issue last year, I thought, with the aerial oh, contest. We got issue. sucked in, like, mm. you know, had four up, none down. I think we've we sort of finished that, a li- fixed that a little bit. But so. we saw bits of that again. But there was the, bits of that, yeah, but now so it's around the yeah. contest. Yep. And it possibly does come from that, you know, maybe they just, they're young and they're not quite as strong. Fair enough. It's a game of strength and it's a game of skill. That's but you totally just, okay. You just lose but, your concentration and you think you see ball, get ball. You've got to know no, where I know I need to be. A little bit Oz kick, but yeah, I see your yeah. point. Um, I, do, I do want to mention, um, for reference, I was level two behind the goals 
um, mm-hmm. above our cheer squad. What, what's been so evident the last two weeks is our ability, particularly from the kick-in, like a behind kick-in um, in our defensive half, they'll either find a target by foot and then handball out or they'll just handball out. And mm. they'll always, they'll draw one handball, draw one handball, yep. draw handball, and Not then they'll find really well. a 45 kick, generally 45 kick, or a kick down the wing that hits a target. Yep. We, we couldn't do that, and that was because of the setup St Kilda had. Yep. And they, they worked bloody hard defensively. Mm. Um, to I stop think they mentioned that, that. I think they mentioned the commentators mentioned, which was fascinating. That I can't remember the number now. Was they mentioned four or five guys do like sub seven minutes or what two two Ks is it or something? Six sure. minutes is ridiculously good. Apparently, yeah. seven um, minutes is still elite. Their work rate was incredible, and I think it's a little bit of credit to us that we were still so well in the game, even though we had to overcome that. Yep. But I think it's also a comment on St Kilda that I don't think. They might maybe maybe scrape into the eight, but I think they're going to give some of the higher teams some trouble. Mm. They defend really well. When they get all their players back, they're still Um, missing a lot of good players. A lot of injuries. I just, I think their setup was really good and it's a credit to them. And I think it's also a credit to us a little bit that we still, we were still able to score. As I said earlier, it was the highest score against St Kilda, which from three games, woohoo, but 52 and 41 previously. So 74, a couple of extra goals. Um, but I don't think for us winning the first two games, we were like, eh, this is fun. We're going to drop off eventually. Yep. I don't think they're going to have that drop. No. The other thing to that point too, is that I think this, um, another issue about that defensive sort of, you know, and then how they, you know, us defending and, and them defending and all that sort of stuff is comes down to their fitness of our half forwards. Like you look at um, Caldwell and Jones, who Jones plays a really important role. I think with his, Ability to run, get up the ground, try and you know create those out kick out or out kicks where you know we're stuck, yep, yep, yep. and he gets up to those marking contests. Now he didn't take a lot of those, but he gets there and brings the ball down. Um, and then it's about our defend our forwards running up and down the ground a lot, like up to defend, back to the other end, up to defend and back to the other end. Now I don't Perkins. There's a couple examples where he didn't go. He was on Windhager. Mm-hmm. I want to say sure. a few times, and I didn't see him go with him. And Windhager got the next kick up the ground. And I think that's part of an issue. Like Stringer, first game back, he's he he chased a lot, actually, I thought. But he's still probably, that's something you've got to get a lot of him. And I, to be honest, I wasn't expecting much of him first game back. He's he's a bit slow usually into it. But And I think with Caldwell also coming off an interrupted preseason is that his ability to run up and down the ground probably is a bit impaired at the moment. So all I'm saying is that I think part of our defensive issues are that we're a couple of players short of being fully fit and fitness is really important mm-hmm. it's probably why guys like Heppel's getting a game because he can run up and down the ground problem is when he gets the ball he butchers the shit out of it <laughs> well I think and, and, and with Heppel that's why well. Hobbs probably won't come into the team I don't think because yeah. you know if he's got injuries they want no you've got to play two or three games in the VFL get all that right perfectly reasonable hmm. um, I think there's something to be said just back on Heppel that Scott wants leaders in the team and that's yep. a large part of why he's there so you know, if his kicking's not great, that's all right. Just be aware of it. Well, just don't chew like, off the kicks that yeah, you can't take. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, just try and well, try and kick a bit better. But you know, don't go for the. Well, just handball. Give the handball to Redmond or Ridley or whatever. Shepherd more. Let them kick. Like there's, there's options. If you really want him in the team because he offers so much as the on-field leader and his running capability, whatever. 
then we can work with it. But just yeah, yeah, I agree. The other players also need to be aware that that's that's the case. But that can't um, come on forever. Like, and, and, no, and, absolutely not. But Hep's is thirty one. Yeah, you know, he's still not old. I mean, you look at Pendles and guys like that. Um, yeah, Pendles. I think too. The other part for me is that in the like, Sardis will hopefully play some football towards the back end of the year, and we'll see a bit of him if he can come into the side and take that wing role. Then he's a real quality winger. That's what we need. That pure, you know, beautiful kick of the footy, running, you know, high level of athleticism and all that sort of stuff. That's going to be a big difference to us when we get him up again. And then there's guys like Cox. We still Cox and Reed. We don't know what's going on with them. Well, I mean, Cox is a massive good. unknown. Cox could Cox play on another wing, or could he? You know, is he a tall defender? Is he a tall forward? Is he a ruckman? Who knows? Hmm. Move, move over Langford. There's another all position freak in unicorn. Unicorn, I like it. Um, that'll stick. Uh, you mentioned a stringer. I. Again, this is probably the difference between watching it on TV versus being there. I didn't notice a lot of the chasing. I'm not looking for that yeah, either. Yeah. Just the same. Um, I thought he had one moment. Well, first of all, he's got the goal that he kicked was typically typical stringer. Got the ball, yep. got it to the boot, kicked the goal. Yep. Really. Um, there was a moment third quarter, I think, where he took a mark. He's about 55 out, and he took the mark, and straight away body language was, "I'm having a shot." <laughs> it was that cocky swagger, which is fine. Yep, no problem. Um, but mate, you're coming off a hamstring and or a soft tissue injury. I'm not sure if it was a hamstring. Um, go with that. 55 out, and he had a shot. It fell about one meter short. Just an easy through the goal for a rush behind. Like that's the sort of shit I don't want to see from Jake. And yes, I'll forgive it because it's his first game. Yeah. Back and whatever, I don't mind but, that. But where we need to be a selfless team, and I thought that was a bit on the selfish side. But that was one moment. That, that was you, one. If you think you can kick it, kick it. I don't like guys that like take the mark and then sort of kick to like 25, 30 out and just gets... Yeah, yeah, 55 out, Jake. Like, it wasn't... He can kick those, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Let it go. That's fine. Um, Don't you knock Stringer? I've got his jumper on a bunny. I said, why? (laughs) You don't like it, though. (laughs) I do. I love Jake here. That's why I got the bloody jumper. I just thought that moment was... True. Uh, Look, I I didn't expect a lot from him first game back. By third or fourth game back, I expect him to kick him bags of five. Yeah, right. No pressure. No bag. No pressure. Um, we need to talk about Langford briefly. Mm-hmm. H- had a, we had a question from a listener. Oh, we've got them. Yeah, hello, hello listeners. Twelve people here right now. Hello, 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 hello. Um, and the question was around the starting lineup, specifically mm. how the team took to the field at the first bounce. Now, Brad Scott was asked about Parish because he was off the field, and he basically said it's just a mm. not really thought about that much. To be honest, it's just someone's got to start off, someone's yeah. got to start on, whatever. The question was specifically around Langford and, you know, he had such a good game up forward last week. Why why was he in defence? And it's a perfectly valid question. Um, and this is where our snuffies come in that, that listen to the press conferences and and uh, complete nuffies and idiots. Go, Sam. Game of football that we can kind of explain what we think. Um, he's, he's, he's Mr. Fix-It. Essentially, last week we needed a forward because we had Zerk Thatcher. We had a pretty much full complement of our defenders. We didn't really need him as that extra tall in defence, but we didn't have Wiedemann up forward, so we were lacking that one ninety sort of five ish player as a tall forward. So mm-hmm. Langers was able to go down and play that role. He's only like one ninety two or ninety three, but he's a taller option. He's a bit bigger body. He can take a mark. And well, Wiedemann came into was... the side, so that pushed him. 
that's where he was needed. Wiedemann's yep. back this week. No BZT. So then Langford, all right, well, mate, you 192, and we have a bit of lack. We're short at all mm-hmm. in the defense. You're going to go play down there for us. And I think Scott chucked him forward in the last quarter. Yep. That was a good yep. option. And yep. the game's in the balance, and you need to kick a couple of goals. But yep. he's, Scott said, he's going to play where we need him. Yep. And yes, five goals against Gold Coast was brilliant, but he was way more required as a defender. I, th- I think personally, I said this last week, that the Gold Coast goals that he kicked, probably anyone could have, like, he had a really good matchup. Like, the guy he was on was, he was clearly bigger and stronger and better. Like, it just worked out. He he had a you know sometimes when players get a one on one that really works for him and the the team looks for them more often. That was definitely going on in that game. And I think him going back is great. The next challenge now is can he go back to the wing and kick Heppel out of that spot? Because I mean he uses the ball better. He can run up at the ground. He can be a defensive. Now we know he can be a defensive winger and leaving Martin to be more of the attacking winger. So. That's I reckon that might be his next move is to back to the wing for a few weeks to um put Heppel either to the sub or out of the team. Yeah. And that's then that sort of illustrates the point. If that's where he's needed, yep. that's where he's gonna play. So on that, just quickly, mm-hmm. what did you think of the decision to take Jones off and um sub well obviously Hine came in. I didn't think Hine had a particularly brilliant impact as a sub for a start. Mm. I think of Saw him warming up and figured he would be the sub. Went, yeah, okay, good option. I wonder if subs should be forwards. Um, but Jones specifically, he had a pretty. He didn't yes, have a great yes, game. Yes, he's a role player hmm. and all that. But I think when the game's on the line again and you want to bring in that pace, normally it is a tool that makes way, and Wiedemann's the ruck. So I think strategically made sense, perhaps. But but I think Jones is really valuable to the team. I I I, I mean I understand if Jones was. If there's a condition issue, I think, with Jones. He's still coming back from an interrupted preseason, so I think there's part of that. Yep. But I don't like seeing a mobile tool come off because I think they're really valuable, especially in last quarters when they can take marks and still get up the ground. And you know, they can be that guy that just no, everyone else, no one else can jump, and they can still stick their arms up and be taller. Yep. Um, but, I think it's Lee Matthews says that they don't get any shorter. That's right. I um, do agree with that. Like, I I would be more critical of the sub choice. More so than maybe Dragon Jones. Yeah, of, of having um, Hind as the sub. I think Guelphie's perfect. Guelphie was injured. He had a bit of hamstring yeah. soreness and couldn't be picked. That's maybe fine. It's a sub thing. But I think Guelph, that kind of player. What about least, Snelling then as an option as a sub? No, too, too slow, too one dimensional. Okay. Yep. I think Guelph offers a bit more in terms of he does have a defensive side. It might not be brilliant, but he's got a defensive side to him. Yep. Tackles and he can kick goals. Yep. Um, but he wasn't available. So I'd, based on the game, I don't have any issue with taking Jones off, to be honest. Yep, I enough. think it was perfectly reasonable. Yep, that's right. Um, we need to talk about the fourth quarter. So that's where it started going oh so bright. Um, a couple of brilliant, brilliant goals from Jai Caldwell. Oh, um, one on the right, then on the left. Yeah, like, just, I can do it all. Just rubbing it in. Um, and have done this. We'll get to that. And um, a snag from Langford with a beautiful heading assist from Stringer. <laughs> that was hilarious. Classic, wasn't it? Um, and we were looking like yeah. last week, you know, fourth quarter, we ran over the top and a bit of confidence in that. Yep. And in fact, when our level, we've been so shit all night pretty much. And now we're level, great. 
And then no. And and I rewatched the the last quarter um last night because what else mm. do you do when you're ironing your work clothes? Yep. They went on a five goal run. Yep. The first two were from Jack from turnovers. Yep. Um the third was a free kick, which was largely from just pure indecision from Redmond. It wasn't yep. you know, it was him not knowing what to do. Um and then the last two were turnovers. So yeah. four out of sure five does. of those run are turnovers. And it's just And look really shoot yourself in the foot. If if we'd say if we got back even and then they'd kick the last two or three goals and one by eighteen points, I would have went yeah. geez, yeah, we've done really well. Pat, we pat yourselves on the bum, boys. You've done really well there to get it back from five goals to get even. And then, yeah, they got a, they got the last three. But the fact that they we let them kick five, I oh, thought, and it was, it was over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's also like just just control the game. Once you, if you can see three quick ones, get the ball, keep it for two minutes. Hold the ball, take the take a bit of the sting out. You know all that. So, and I'm sure that's what they're being told. Yep. And the opposition have their own, you know, style, whatever. But. Geez, it was it was heartbreaking to to get back level and have such that such excitement that oh shit we're level like we're in this and then just three minutes later you're four goals down and wanting to die because St Kilda are one of the most arrogant football clubs I've ever come across. Um, <laughs> on that, I was nice to St Kilda before. If there's any Saints fans still listening, there's no for some Saints reason, fans listening. Who's, I might want to enjoy now. Oh, following. there's a Don pod. I'll listen to that podcast. Oh, I would listen we to won. opposition supporters complain about us beating them, to be fair. Mm. Um, they are the most arrogant football club players, I'm talking here, without remember, any foundation whatsoever for being. Yeah, I know. I still, do you remember <laughs> a couple of years ago that video came out of that St. Kilda guy watching the Essendon game and we won? And we'd been playing horrible football. Was on. Oh, you might have showed it to me. This he videoed. He was a St Kilda vlog. Pod, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, podcaster. He's like, oh, I'm going up to the footy, and he's playing us, and we were crap at the time. <laughs> we beat them, and it was so. It was hilarious. And opposition watch. fans would take joy in watching that. And that's, yeah. that's fine. That's part of the part of the yep. gig. Um, couple of th- couple of yep. moments, and it's, it is just me being salty, but I find it so frustrating that um, can can forty can forty. His name is kicked a goal from a oh, yeah, yeah, penalty, yeah, yeah. and you mm. know, first quarter, he's finger wiggling to the crowd and the Essendon um, cheer squad. And like, bro, it's the first quarter. Why don't you just keep a lid on it, mate? You don't like enthusiasm in goals in your first half, do you? Not celebrating to the crowd. No, it, just high fives. Everyone it's go excessive. back to your mark. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like it personally. And the last time oh, that this happened, is the things I'm learning about you I was Anzac Day last year, and yeah, I know. Driven, and I said, you better want to yep. stand up now, and he did. Fair, fair four or five, didn't he? So I'll hold my it. hands up. Yeah, that's fine. Conforti, I don't think, touched the ball again. Oh, he so, did, but yeah, he didn't do much. Twice, yeah. but he didn't kick mm. um, All the collar shit, which I think might have um, been directed at Caldwell, and if it was, fair play, but just, just like, mate, you're, you're beating a team that probably should be bottom seven or eight. Like, we're not brilliant. I still um, don't like to lose, but yeah, I, 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 um, I, I do we play him again? I have no idea. I don't think so. There's a little part of me that hopes we do because I reckon and we'll be up for it. There's another moment which probably warrants more discussion than just bashing them for being a bit cocky. Mm. Um, Mass had a good game, used the ball really well, hit Mardo. This is the moment I wanted to talk about earlier. Hit mm. Mardo on a, with a beautiful kick going inside 50. Mardo was running towards goal and the kicks come in on that 40. Yeah, yeah and slid oh, on his knees. Yeah, gorgeous. Yep. Just, just beautiful, pure kick. Um, anyway. Mass turned the ball over in our defensive 50 and mm. Saints kicked a goal from it. And Butler's run up to him and he's on the deck, Mass still. 
Butler's run up and given him a shove on the ground. It's like, yeah. Why? He's on the deck. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was good to see a couple of guys come and stand up for mass. So that's always it, nice to see. But just no basis for this cocky shit. Like, you should be beating us. To this be is fair. interesting, Sam. It's really interesting from you. I'm really. Oh, it grinds real... my gears. It really does. Mm, I don't know. It's fine. Let it go. Let it go. I have. I have. I just yeah. wanted to mention that there's no foundation for their arrogance. What no. have they done? No, and now they got Ross Lyon, so they're even. They will burn eventually. Um, did I have anything else? We were going to talk about umpiring in general. I think we kind of you were going to talk I, about umpiring. I'm getting the shits with it. I think GWS had a very very. Shocking decision against. Oh, I didn't like that decision at all. Um, If you can't ask the umpire, what's that for? Yep. There's that 50 against Redmond where I'm not really sure what else he's meant to do. He's made the right decision to go on the non dangerous side. I don't don't think think that's that's as bad, though. That's that's just. Again, in the rules, sure. But just too harsh a penalty for that. Like, if he cut on the inside, fine. He's he's stopped a kick. But to go on the outside when he's a meter away from the boundary line. The one last week against Redmond was worst, personally, where he's. Because that's not actually a 50. Yeah, when that's not a 50. That one I can get really frustrated with. The Redmond one, that one you're talking about, it's like, oh, yeah, but I I don't know what the umpire can do. Like, you can't just say, come on, get out quickly, you know, because Redmond wasn't in, like, he was trotting. Like, he wasn't trying to sprint out of the space. More a comment on the rules. Yeah. I don't think that Fair needs enough. to be 50. For the for the sake of the game, I don't think that needs to be 50. He hasn't done anything yep. to affect the play. He hasn't prevented anything. But that's, that's not a rule. That's an umpire interpretation that where he should be like, I'll, I'll let that go because that's not affecting anything. Not I'll just let him anything. slide to the mark. Um, there was a couple of moments where the um, all four umpires somehow still got caught on the blind side of the contest. And I thought that the whole point of the fourth umpire was They're to still learning, that. Sam. Um. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that was actually our guy who dropped the ball then, and it should have been a free right. kick to St Kilda. Um, can't remember. It's just, it's just poor, and it's frustrating to watch. So yep. AFL, it's not the umpires; it's the rules. Fully accept yep. that. Um, this needs to be a bit better. Hmm. Votes. I'm going to let you go first again because I'm too chicken. That's fair enough. That's I've written right. mine down. I'm not going to change mine. So I've got three players: um, Kelly. Shield and Draper, I'll give you their order in a second. Okay, okay. We'll just see how I did that. Ooh, Kelly, Kelly, Shield, 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 Shield. and Draper. Interesting. Shield. Okay. Draper. And I, I'm hoping it's in that order. It's close to that order. Okay, um, so I wanted to mention Kelly. I look, I didn't, the reason I wanted to give him a lot of votes is for his run. He, all through the night, he, he ran from behind. He really tried to give something. And, that's usually a, a Redmond role, and I don't know if because he realised Redmond was having a bad day, I'll do yep. it today. Yep. Um, the, the knock on that is that we brought him to the club to have, and this is stupid, I know. We brought him to the club to stop small forwards kicking goals. That's what they all told us. He's really good at keeping, you know, one of our big problems last year was we had small, if you look at our game, St. Kilda kick, blah, 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 and all this sort of, you know, okay. But we still had small players kick three or four goals against it, so... Not quite sure, but I really loved what he was trying to do. Yeah, okay. So is that your three? It's not about individuals, it's about a team. So okay. I know this makes no sense, but I'm doing it. Was that your three? Yeah. Okay, two? Two, uh, Draper. Okay. I wanted to give Draper. Look, he played against, I think, one of the better Ruckman in the competition, and I think he gave it to him the whole game, and not just the, the hitouts, which were pretty much even, I think like 27 apiece. Mm-hmm. It was around the ground. He 
tried to get forward. He did it all by himself. Like he, basically, Weldman was the other ruckman, and a bit like Marshall was the only real ruckman for them. But I thought he did a really, really good job, and I just wanted to give that a shout out. And the one is to Shield. Mm-hmm. And no day, Shield. Yep. <laughs> because, like, he, I've I've been critical of him at stages, but the he fact that he's kicked yep. two goals in the last two games, so four goals in the last, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, two in each of the last two. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and that poise he showed in that first or second quarter when he stepped around. That was beautiful, wasn't it? Oh. I haven't seen that for him from him for a long time. Like, and that's the biggest weapon he's GWS got. GWS days when he yeah. used to do that stuff regularly. And the reason why I loved why he was coming to the club and I was like, oh, he's good. But yeah. it's been a while since I've watched him. Oh, I'll just, oh, no, no, no. I'll step around another one. Hey, well, I think, I think that was the thing is that he did it once. I'm like, oh, and then he did it again. And then it's like, right, shoot. Mm. If you do that, you are you can shoot. I don't care where you are on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bloody shot. I don't yeah. care. And I just and thought his game was good. Thinking. And I thought, look, Parrish was really good too. Uh, well, don't steal my thunder. You've had your three. Oh, sorry. I just wanted Please. to throw a few out there. Go. <laughs> I mean, I go three to Mardo. I thought hit the Nick scoreboard. Martin. Yeah. <laughs> hit the scoreboard, plenty of ball. Um, was, was really uh, used the ball well in a team mm. that really struggled with that particular facet of the game um, and was seen to be everywhere. You just seem to get a lot of footy. Um, two to Parish can't ignore thirty-five touches and a goal. I mean, I know the goal was late, but Still he really well. is the engine in that midfield as well as yep. Merritt. And he's and he's not doing that little sheepdog and stuff that people used to bag him for. No, he's he still, never did, to be fair. He's he's yeah, I know you're right, but I just wanted to. He's always in the top two or three of meters gain too, like which is I know that's a midfielder's job, but a lot of them don't do it. No, and I gave one to Caldwell. I thought maybe first three quarters, he I didn't really notice him, but that last quarter it was mm. to to drag your team up yeah, like that is. Thing. I think yours are a bit obscure, to be completely honest, but that's fine. Um, we can be different. That's totally okay. It's cause for discussion. Um, normally I don't like one quarter efforts, but I think he went really, really, really <laughs> above and beyond in you that last a Kelly thing, aren't you? to bring us back in the game. Like it was. You give it a knock as well as giving a pop. Free, yeah, a little bit. Um, any any comments from the the peoples about um the three two ones and who they liked it, who they thought should have gone? Well, to... We need to give them a bit of a, a bit of a chance to get in there. I will do socials just quickly. So if you do want to give you a three two one live, get them in. Um, Sam Sammy Ralph is here, and he is our first winner of the signed jumpers. Just by the way, throw that out there. They're in the post today. Yeah, well done, Sam. Um, no com- no relation. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Check it. Uh, as I'd expected. Um, uh, so he appreciated the shade thrown at St Kilda earlier, if you missed it. Um, there's a couple from Sam. I'll get to them. Murray has asked any news on Guelphie. Could have used him in the team. I think the only news mm. was there was a minor hamstring, not even injury. It was just a bit of soreness. So he won't play for a week or so two. Like, surely I, he I can't. I don't imagine he'd be out for too long. Yeah, you can't. You'd have to play a VFL game or something, though, wouldn't you? You can't. Oh, like a sub or VFL, you'd think, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, Sam again, Ray Heppel, sad to say, but he looks like he's down on confidence. Yeah, that'll happen when you have yeah. 15 shit kicks in a row. Um, Sorry. When you've realised you're 30 years into your football career and actually you might be right-footed. Probably played for the... I've been club. using the wrong foot all this time. I'm yeah. not actually meant to use my left. I'm not actually meant to kick. I'm just meant to handball. Um, uh, Melinda Fisher, he says, agree on Heppel, which yeah. was essentially what we were just talking about. Um, 
Them again, Mason Wood was fitter and better in the air. This is in the wingers discussion. Mm. Hill was just faster. Yep, fair enough. Although I did thoroughly enjoy uh, Davey Jr. running him down. And the the, the, the the really impressive part yeah. of that was he was chasing him before he got the football. Yeah. It wasn't a reactive thing. It was a, you're going to get the football and yep. I'm going to frigging tackle you. And, and was, the smile he came up with when he had him. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, love that. I'm sure enjoy, he knows him. Enjoy your well. footy, Junior. That's great. Yep. Um. Oh, Graham, I'll come back to your comment because that's a nice little segue into what I'm about to talk to next. On you, Graham. Good segueing. Um, Sam again. He's, he's nothing if not consistent. Too many Sams. Two. It's it's too many. It's the same bloke all the time. <laughs> um, six minutes. This is about your 2K, 2K time trial that you mentioned yep. earlier. Six minutes is top level. Nick Cox ran 6.08 and one hour two kilometre in the first year. Yeah, so... They mentioned that St Kilda's got a few guys that can run between that six and seven minute mark, like, and like, that's. Yeah. Whereas you think Nick Cox is a great example, like he. That's what why he made a winger for us because the ability to get back up run, and down the ground run, and run, defend, run. and then you know, and that helps with team defence. If guys can get up and down the ground, spread each way, and that's probably what we're lacking a little bit of at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sam also commented on Langford's. Um, what we're talking about with his role in the team, that he's also a great leader. Fair enough. Um, he's like a quiet kind of guy, but yeah, I've never yeah, seen... You, you can be quiet and be a leader. You lead by well, example. Well, merits from example of that. Yep. Uh, and he also says it's the first time they've beaten us for points in three years. Oh, really? Given how poor that we've hurts, been, that Neil. says it. That hurts. Uh, and Jeffrey missed earlier. How did you see Redmond's game? I thought he looked lost. Yep. Yeah, I mean, oh, we won't drag on too much because we've talked about it, but yeah, poor. Look, poor as we said, bad game. Put it behind you. Play better. Not a bad week. player. Absolutely yep. not a bad, not player. A bad player. Not a bad player. Yep. Whereas we're um, worried with Heppel that it's a great clubman, great bloke, all yeah. those sort of things. I'm not but knocking him as a person. I'm just saying maybe the game is. The clock's ticking. Clock's ticking and it's ticking pretty fast, and that's a concern. Because yep. we've got to find some replacements. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Sam gave Parrish three, Shield two, and Mardo one. Well, he was, I much, reckon that's perfect. Much I closer that's to, perfect. to my um, a two out of three for me. So Fair enough. It's a Sam club, the Sam union. Um, now, Graham's comment to give me a nice little segue. Yep. Um, surely Voss has to come in. Thoughts, right, cool. thoughts, particularly given how strong a tackle he is. So we are going to talk about the VFL. Now. I did watch a bit of the VFL. I watched the third and a little bit of the fourth quarter, and he has he's he's a nasty prick, and I don't mind him. <laughs> need a bit of that in your team. He did a few things. He did this one hand pickup that was like he just went down and picked, like not and came up from underneath, quickly but, followed by a fend off. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, like he's just and there was a tackle. He tackled one of their and he looked like he hurt them. Yeah. You know, like one of those guys. And he's only 19. Like, this is the thing that I have to... He's 194 centimetres, 80-something kilos and 19. I'm like, ooh. You talk about banging the door down. I don't think we've ever had anyone, not that I can remember, in the VFL performing that well. (laughs) Not the last five years. How can he not play? Well, his numbers... I did have a look. um, I'll get you some stats there. Same. You you look that up. I'm going to just briefly touch on um, Rhett Montgomery, who we picked up Mm. as a... He came from South Australia. Pick, or was that a rookie draft? One of them. Um, 21 touches in each mm-hmm. of his first two games. Very yep. solid. Um, Snelling, 18 touches and a pop and a behind uh, on his return. Hobbs didn't play. They they kept him off, which was fair enough. I'll tell you um, who looked good. Um, the guy from Geelong. Narkel? 
Mm. Yeah. Touching him last week. He's VFL listed, but I would not be surprised to see him as a mid-season pickup. Well, is any club looking for a like he looked really good and he was playing pure midfielder, which I reckon he would have not got at Geelong. No, not because, absolutely not. And, and uh, hilarious. Like, you know, I was a bit upset about Essence's loss, but you know what really cheered me up? Geelong. Was barricading my little heart out for Gold Coast <laughs> on Sunday, going, Come on, you good things. Geez, yeah. that Lacocious is a polite of the footy. Yeah. If he'd rocked up for oh, four quarters Geelong, against us, the they might Cliff have, has um, arrived and everyone, it's stopping. I found out today, <laughs> and keep in mind in 2007, I was about 13, so I didn't really give a shit. Hmm. The Cats were 0-6 in, in 07 and won the flag. Allegedly. Yeah, no, it's not happening this year. I have not fact-checked that, but that's what I'm told. No, I love it. That'd be surely the only club ever to do that. That's no, that can't. I can't believe that. Apparently, Bomber was about this age. Anyway, um, Hob Hind didn't play either in the VFL because he was sub. Yep, remember. Hit me with some stats on Mr. Hobbs, please. Not Mr. Hobbs. Mr. Voss. Voss, and I've written. I've written down Hobbs. That's my fault. That's fair enough. So uh, the game on the weekend, he kicked five four two. The week before, he kicked five. In the last game of last year, he kicked two one. Then zip zip two zip. Two one four one. So in the last seven games, he's had two bags of four, a bag of five, and three twos. Let's now the question, yeah. and I'm all pre-season. for him coming into the team. The question is, who goes out? I don't because he's but his role that he plays is more like a Jake Stringer role. Like it's the big, strong, can take a mark, but not. He's not the the Jones. He's not going to be up on the wing taking marks. That's not. I've never, well, I haven't seen him do that in the VFL. Um, as I said, he's 194, I reckon. Um, so he's a big boy, but I don't know who he comes, like who goes out and, 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 and you know, the the way you'd have to do is you'd have to push like a Caldwell more into the midfield and push a shield out to the wing, you know, like something mm-hmm. like that. I think that's that thing. He's 194 for what it's yeah, worth. That's a good um, size. I have a new setup. If that looked really awkward for me typing, it's because it was. Um, 194, I don't think it's a case of who comes out. I don't think there's a straight swap. I think it might be more of a conversation is can he replace Heppel? Can we swing the magnets mm, around to yeah. try and cover Heppel in a different way and then have Voss play his the role he's clearly playing so well in the VFL? You've got a reward form. Yep, 100%. And if we'd won... And one comfortably, then I think there's a thing, man. Maybe, maybe you don't have to change. But I think when you when you lose, you got a guy banging the door down with more than just one or two games of form. Yeah. Well, nine goals in the last two, first two games of VFLs. He's leading the Coleman in the VFL. Coleman. What is the VFL goal? That's a great question. I don't know. The Lord. Um, he's well. He's kicked more goals than any of our forwards in his first two games. Obviously, correct. Correct. Um, um, but I said, as I said, I think it definitely comes in. I just. It's about team structure and how that works because you can't just plonk him in there and take out a Jones because that might be worse for the team because the like what Jones does with the um, running up and down the ground sort of stuff yeah. might affect. And you still need that out and out tall. Like Jones is pushing yeah. that two meters. You need that, and you need Wiedemann to not be doing that because he's got to go and in a ruck. ruck. So yeah. you can't. We did get what... away with mm. Phillips, Wiedemann, and Jones in the first round. So you know it's not too outrageous to say. Um, that he could play in that forward line still, and we're not too yep. tall. Um, that's who's come in. But Stringer's come in. Oh, Stringer's come in. So that extra yeah, so... one ninety body, which mm. makes it a bit harder. But yes, and uh, and 
He's not going to go back to the VFL. He's not now, going like, to he's in... and he's not going to play midfield, or he's not. He's. I think his days of that are not gone, but he's certainly playing it less. I think he's oh, his role is going to be as a forward. Not. I think that they would see him as a forward for the next year or two, because he's really valuable there. Is he just? And rotation? I don't think it's a Jones. Uh, sorry, a Menzi or a Davy that comes out. No, Davy, I could forgive from a just a managing. Yep. Him and his workload. That, that but again, that harassing and chasing, yeah. that's really valuable. And I don't know if Joan, uh, sorry, um, Voss is going to bring that. But no. that same pace and, you know, he's going to tackle, yeah. obviously. Anyway, it will be interesting. And um, yeah, I love a good segue. Next week, uh, yeah, great GWS, segue. GWS 210 on Easter Sunday, another little Sunday game. Oh, that'd be good. Um, my wife's way. Oh, do you be some you go? Huh? Why don't you go? I'll be home with a child. I'll oh, see. Got children. Okay. That, that's a fair enough excuse. Um, I'm going to Melbourne this week. That's enough for me. Oh, you, you know. are. You got a little concert. Going to see the Crows. A little Cannon Crows concert. Little little ladies band because you're old. Um, nineties <laughs> band. I don't know. Nineties. Thank you. All right. Sorry. Um, they're an interesting side in themselves. The mm. Giants um, pushed Carlton, although Carlton were so inaccurate they could have won that by horrible game. I watched a bit of it and goals. just fucking kick straight. Your actually, was, I was on the train home with a Carlton supporter. I must have come down back home from Sydney wearing all his clobber. Yep. Funny. Um, they've been. I haven't actually watched any of them directly, but good in bit. patches, really good in mm. patches, and then quite poor in patches. So they've I got think... a very good midfield: Green and Kelly and um, you know, what's his name? Um. Caniglio yeah. um, uh, playing really good football. That green is, and then their forward small green. He was very quiet against totally Carlton, but he's kicked, I think, three or four in the first two games. So he's small fours after the St. Kilda game. He's going to be a threat to us because he is a superstar, yeah, absolute very, superstar. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, they're not an overly tall. It was a Jesse Hogan and Hogan hurt us last year when we lost yeah. to him. He was he's a good player. Good. Yeah, yeah, he's. Um, but it'll I... be a contested ball battle because that's what they're all about. They're all they're they're a bit like us, I think. From what I've watched, is that they're trying to play that real win the contested ball, get the ball out, and, and run and gun. It. You know, just yep. carry and kick and carry and kick. Yeah. So. Under the roof, obviously at Marvel. Um, pretty shocking weather on the weekend, so. I think that will help us because it's a home game yep. for us. Is yep. that our get first out. home game? No, 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 Gold Coast. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good matchup, and I think uh, Hawthorne, I think uh, a step below where we are. Gold Coast, I would have said maybe around. I'd the say mark. even. I'd definitely. say GWS are also probably around that. Does mark. this mean we can beat Geelong? Uh, right now, sure. Give it, give it three or four weeks until we play them, and that might change. Just like um, to go back twelve months ago when they flogged us by sixty odd points. In that first. It's worth noting after Giants we play Melbourne, Collingwood, Geelong. Yes, Geelong's not quite as scary now as they might have been three weeks ago. Melbourne are. Melbourne are very scary. So are Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Especially on Anzac Day, we don't want to get embarrassed too hard. Oh, um, there could be a little bit of embarrassment there. A little bit of a bloodbath. Yep. I. Yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll Let's just try and get the GWS win in the bag and then we can go, well, three and one. Three and one and then it can be four and a four and we're fine. Um, <laughs> we still should be in front of Geelong. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, can I have a tip, please, for that game from you? Oh, I think we'll. I'm a bit more confident going into this game than I was the St. Kilda game. Hmm. 
GWS aren't playing their one fiftieth. Um, <laughs> Barely playing their tenth. <laughs> How many years have they been in the competition? Actually, uh, 2013, 2012 maybe. So yeah, yeah, ten, like yeah, ten wasn't bad. Um, I'd say yeah, us by twenty two points, and I'm really fascinated with um, Thursday night teams. See if Heppel's given another life, which I, I could see happening, but I'd love it if it didn't. And we'll see if Vossi gets to. I think. I think after a loss, Voss would be a nice little. Oh shit! He's playing like that's real point mm. of interest for a lot of Essendon fans yep. to go. This kid's got something, and we love that. And even Davey still, the crowd rises when he gets near the ball. So yeah, yeah. when you when you expect to be around where we are, you take a lot of joy in that yeah, sort of stuff from the young so, kids. Well, a bit um, like I don't know if, the Melbourne game. I watched a bit of that too, and they had a young oh, kid, Van Ruin, Van Ruin, Van. Yeah, yeah, I know and, who you mean. And he played quite well yeah. too, I must say. Big kid. Um, played sort of a ruck, tall forward role. And I was like, well, we have, you know, that's what that youth can bring in. Um, Extreme Jones downside. For, um, did you see Jones for the Bulldogs too? He was another kid playing uh, his first game and he was very enthusiastic. Well, that's what you want from your, from your youth. At the end, they had this, where they all were walking off the ground, he's still on the other side like taking photos, high-fiving people, all by himself. And the rest of the um, team's there go, come over here. Come real, over here. Real Sammy Draper energy. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> he's like, no. He did a lap of honour after that Hawthorne game. He's, age, a, he's an excellent man. Um, Yeah, so I think, were there any injuries from this game for us? Um, I mean, Davey went off with the blood rule late. Um, they fell, set a field. Did something to his finger? Injured, fingers. But I don't think it was anything. Mm. Uh, Brad Scott said clean bill of health. So no, that's, yeah, that's what we roll with for now. Well, we've, we've been, I mean, BCT obviously with his ankle. And Wiedemann has, you know, he was more during the week. We, we've, we've copped our shit luck with Wright. I think that that was oh, the, yeah, the right hurting one. one. We probably got a bit of luck with BCT that that wasn't more serious. Yep, um, definitely. Because that would have been bookends. That would have been that would have been heartbreaking. I'm really keen to see where Reed and um, Cox and maybe um, well later on in the season um, Sardis can get into this team and see what sort of they can do and how they can play. That's that's probably what I'm looking forward now to. Yeah. The who goes out, where our improvements are. Yeah. As they say, one week at a time. Yep, Let's true. just we'll jump. I mean, I'm firmly on the Voss bandwagon, and I'm sure I'm not alone yeah. on that particular bandwagon. No, no. Um, but we'll see. Uh, in any case, I think that's a, that's a wrap for us yeah. tonight. It's been an hour. That's pretty good going. Sorry. Uh, don't apologise. It's been all. It's, it's, this has been awesome. I'm pretty numbers. sure the St Kilda people would have left a while ago. Well, awesome numbers on the on the Facebook Live. If you didn't know, Glory and Fame Don Pod Facebook Live, seven thirty Monday. It's been hovering around twelve fifteen, which is very good. Um, thousand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, we, we're big time. <laughs> so if you are here listening, oh, you've disappeared. If you are, I was, here right. listening, I was laughing. Um, thank you. Thank you for being here. We really do uh, love it and love the love the the comments and giving us another angle and giving us something else to talk about. It's, it's yeah, really definitely. good. Um, I think the comments are really important because we want to hear, like we, you know, like everything, you're sitting there talking to two people and you're just sort of saying possibly the same things, but mm. it's great to hear other people's view. And, oh, what do I think of that? Yeah. Fiercely independent, the Don Pod. Fiercely. We've it's got us, nothing us. to do with the Essendon Football Club and they don't want anything to do with us. And they absolutely don't. It is us. None of the players know us. World. We don't know any of them. I'm that not friends sad. with anyone, literally. 
No, we're not even friends. We just <laughs> do a podcast. Yeah, we don't even do. We don't even talk. No, it works. This is it. This is the only time we talk. Yep. All right. Good wrap. <laughs> and if you want to listen next week, <laughs> yeah, next week, yeah. <laughs> um, wherever you are listening, we do appreciate it, and um, we'll chat to you next week. Go Dons. Go Bombers.